I eat a fry every day this summer. Go from that building site. You know, now again, we didn't win, so maybe it wasn't the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been there, the fruit and the pasta. <laughs> OTB AM, live, weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM. With Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Now, we're turning our attention back to Camogie, and I'm delighted to say we're joined by Kilkenny legend Anne Downey to uh, talk about the homecoming, really, of the victorious Kilkenny team at the weekend. And how are you getting on? I'm very good. Thanks very much, Cher. How was the homecoming? What what kind of um, levels of uh, celebration were there this weekend? Yeah, it was brilliant. Uh, the celebrations on Sunday night went on into the early hours of the morning and I think they went out the country yesterday for a quiet drink and came back to Langton yesterday evening and there was a ferocious crowd in Kilkenny last night. I mean, as long as I've been involved now, the night lent to, I suppose, no excuses for people not turning out. Um, the last time we came home, um, 2019, it was raining and, it, you know, there was a poor crowd enough, but it was brilliant last night. And really, you know, the girls deserved it. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen such a crowd, to be honest. And, uh, um, the county council, you know, hosted them on the steps of the courthouse and um, barriers set up later on for the girls to come down the steps and meet all the young players and sign autographs and get photographs. So it's, uh, you know, stuff made of dreams now. It was really delighted for the girls, you know, more than they deserved. It's funny because the, the homecoming for Kerry was uh, similarly feverish and uh, all went missing for a few days. Uh, but I just I follow a couple of hurlers, um, the Kilkenny hurlers on on Instagram, and they were all there celebrating yeah. as well. And it just mm. looked like the split season. One of the unintended consequences has been that um, you know the build up wasn't great for the schools and the bunting before the football. That was one of the Michael Meehan's points. But the corollary of that in the aftermath is that kids can all stay up late because there's no school in the morning, so they get to go to the celebration. And they hang out a bit more, and they're making memories that will last a lifetime. Yeah, and you know, there were so many kids there last night and I, I heard King Kenny being interviewed on the local radio yesterday evening. Um a lot of the the village guys down at the homecoming for obviously for the for the number of girls from the village that are on the panel. Um we met Owen Cody and Adrian Mullen on Sunday night in the hotel when we got back and you know, it is great and I suppose there are club games going on at the moment here in Kilkenny, but the lads still turned out to, to support the girls and you know, it's I suppose that's what we've had all the years, you know, always had the support from the hurlers in Kilkenny and I suppose for the for the girls themselves it's just Great to see the hurlers there in the flesh, you know, that um, they get the recognition that the hurlers are getting and, um, you know, they're loving it and enjoying it. And I suppose that's what drives people on to stay playing camogie. And, um, you know, for days like la- like Sunday and for nights like last night, you know, to know that they're appreciated because it's the one fear that we always had when we were coming back, you know, would there be anyone out to, to meet us? And you'd know the crowds that the hurlers would have been getting maybe the Monday night um, before I often remember being training in Nolan Park on a Monday evening when the Kilkenny hurlers would be coming home and we could hear the crackers going off in town and the music going off and we would be in Nolan Park and we'd probably come home then the following week week Monday Monday and we'd be wondering well will the crowds be out for us and it's the one thing that you're worrying about but last night really Kilkenny really showed their true colours and supported the girls and just so delighted for them. The, the split season obviously um, has been a topic of massive conversation and this is kind of the first year that we've seen 
the benefits and the the issues that might be there uh, post COVID, where there are crowds and it's kind of as back to normal as as it might be for a while. Um, what what's your instinct now about how that is working? Because there was definitely a concern that the camogie and the women's football were overshadowed up until the very end where, for example, the, the Dublin footballers limped out of the, the women's football championship at the quarter-final stage to, to Donegal and kind of not that big a deal made of it. There was a brilliant semi-final between Kilkenny and Galway in the camogie and not as big a deal made out of it maybe considering they're two of the three best teams. And yet at the same time, as you say, there's this massive party for the homecoming where it's clear that the attention is there. So it, what, what's your instinct about how well or otherwise it's worked? You know, I'm a traditionalist, to be honest. I would prefer really to see that the, the camogie is, goes back to September and the same with, uh, with the hurling. Um, even for the build-up in Kilkenny, you know, for the girls, as you said, the, the lads were beaten in the All-Ireland and the homecoming was on that Monday night and... Uh, the girls were after playing a brilliant game in, in Crow Park against Galway in the semi-final and there wasn't that much hype really about it. You know, I mean, maybe that suited to Kenny. Um, there weren't so many young players on that panel, you know, maybe it suits them that they weren't getting the attention that they could. But certainly for me, you know, I just loved, you know, the late evenings in August going to training and coming on up to September, you know, usually the second or it could be the third week in September, you, um, kids were gone back to school and um, even after the All-Ireland, if you were lucky enough to win, you were visiting the schools, you know, with the cup and um, for me, you know, I just think that players, in fairness, you know, need a little bit more time um, to prepare for an All-Ireland. Two weeks is probably not enough if you had to have a serious injury. Certainly you weren't going to get the chance to recover. Um you know, people, a lot of the players are happy with it, I think, from what I can gather. Um, they're happy, you know, I suppose that they're not in school and um, they haven't to go back to school maybe the Monday or the Tuesday after we're in All-Ireland, certainly. Um, Angela being involved, you know, always should have to get the Monday off after the All-Ireland, but... Um, I'd prefer, to be honest, to see it go back to September. That's my opinion. Is there an opportunity here for Camogie and for women's football to maybe use the months, the month really that's been left behind by the men's game? That if you were going into Camogie semi-final weekend this weekend, for example, and maybe the women's final semi-finals weekend just gone, you would have had a proper build-up to the the last four teams in both codes right after the men's competition is done, and then August becomes almost like a mini festival of football for the women's game. Yeah, I I would think that would be a great idea. Um, you know, and you you go back even to the hurling fo- uh, and the football finals have been played the weekend after. Then the lads have started their club championship here in Kilkenny, as have I think I saw Limerick were playing, Kerry were playing football the week after they won their All Ireland. Um, Kilkenny were lucky enough; we had no club games on at the weekend. The GA board, you know, didn't have. Uh, they had the games on Friday night and had the games on Saturday, which was great. But you know, to to give the the girls the opportunity, both in the the camogie and the football, to give them to that that month, as you say, to have the build up to um, let's enjoy the celebrations, be it the Limericks or the Kerrys that won the football. Let's enjoy that for the few weeks after the the August uh, All Irelands and have that nice build up for the girls. 
uh, both in, in the football, you know, given the three weeks beforehand, um, you know, to especially the week after a semi-final, you know, to get themselves right, uh, to do their press. I mean, to Kenny Wone on the Sunday, they have to have the press conference on the Tuesday to try and get that out of the way so that Brian and the lads could go back on Thursday and try and do something with the girls. And you only have Thursday and you only have Saturday or Sunday. And then you're in the week, you're into the week of the before the All-Ireland. And what can you do then? Not an awful lot. Um, you know, it was just too rushed for my mind. And even, you know, given um, the hurlers, you know, they didn't have a, a chance really, I suppose, to put in their order for their usual customary suits for the, for the weekend. I mean, it was just too tight, to be honest. Um, and again, wouldn't the hurlers love to have a, a little bit extra time to get ready for an All-Ireland? I mean, Brian Cody said it after, you know, that they won Leinster. It gave them the opportunity, you know, to have that extra week extra few weeks to get the lads right. Um, and that's valuable time, you know, because you can't do an awful lot. Certainly, I know Brian couldn't do an awful lot the first week after the semi-final. So why not leave August, as you have suggested, to the hurlers and to the camogie players? But of course, or the, the ladies football and the camogie. I'd love to see the, the the whole thing joined up together. I'd love to see camogie all earned and the hurling all earned on the, on the one day. Will we ever get that in my lifetime? You know, but we're heading towards there. Well, it would certainly uh, give because there's a there is a, a school of argument that says that the intercounty game has disappeared and we're handing over the coverage to other sports. It's not entirely true because there's loads of intrigue about managers and actually the, some of the club games. And now TG Carr have come up with the innovation at the weekend about micing up the referees and everybody's still talking about GA. But actually, what, what would work is if the Camogie and women's football took over that period of time, and so there's no sense of handing over to other sports it's just just actually the women are getting it now which that should surely quell those arguments about well we're handing the the, the agenda to rugby and football it's like we're not we're actually we're, we're taking the agenda but we're just making sure that the women's game is getting its just desserts yeah and you know I mean they were talking about um, playing the All-Irelands in July to give the club players a chance you know so that the club players have um, can play hurling and football, you know, in the good season. But, you know, from what I'm seeing here in Kilkenny, a lot of the youngsters are gone away travelling. Uh, some of the clubs here uh, in Kilkenny at the weekend had to still play without some of their players because they have gone away anyway. And, you know, we're still not going to have an early championship here in Kilkenny. It's still going to be probably October or November before the county final is played. Um, but certainly, you know, you would have to have a com- coming together of the ladies football and camogie and to agree, you know, that they can work together, have August, as you have suggested, maybe for um, those semi-finals and an All-Ireland beat, even if it was the end of August. And as you said, you know, it would keep the interest there um, for the spectators. You know, what have we now? We're finished um, as you said, TG Cahar hopefully will be playing some club games and that's what we'll be looking forward to, to tuning into. Uh, one last question for you. Who's your player of the year that's one of the few things that we don't know yet? Well, <laughs> I'm going to keep that, those cards close to my chest because I'm actually on the All-Star. All oh, right, OK. So, <laughs> Fair so, enough. <laughs> So we will have to have a meeting and, and suggest that if I had my way, I'd probably be picking uh, 15 Kilkenny players. But, you know, uh, you know, there's some great players over over the, the season. You know, Beth Carton comes to mind straight away from Waterford. She had a brilliant year. Um, 
you know, uh, Hannah Looney had a great great day on, on, on Sunday. I had missed a lot of the championship, but um, had been there for the semi-final. Um, Miriam Welch, Denise Gall from Kilkenny, you know, Katie Nolan, uh, Fiona, uh, Katrina Mackey, you know, was brilliant on Sunday as well. So there's so many. I haven't even mentioned the Galway player yet. Um, so we'll have a discussion. I have my own ideas, but um, at the moment, Ger, I, I, I'm not at liberty to, Fair enough. to, that's, to that's tell perhaps. you what's in my mind. Yeah. Well, maybe when, yeah. when the decisions yeah. are made, we'll talk to you then. And great yeah. stuff. Thanks, William, yeah. for joining okay. us. Okay. All right. Thanks, Ger. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.